Hey, hey, hey. This is Meek Meek Real Raw. And um, tonight I just wanted to uh, have a conversation, a real um, raw conversation with uh, Miss Lorraine, but we call her Rain. Um, <laughs> Rain Queen. Um, how you doing tonight, sis? I'm well. And yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Um, we already know you're an evangelist, and everybody knows that when it comes to my real raw, I like to talk about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about in church or, you know, being a Christian. A lot of times people don't want to talk about realistic things that we go through. And so, you know, tonight you being my first podcast guest, yes, excited. Um, can you just tell us a little brief thing, of, you know, just a little something about yourself before we get started? Okay, I am a mother of six children, grandmother of four. Wow. Yes, I would say I'm blessed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, in the secular world, um, I work uh, for some attorneys, okay. um, but for the kingdom of God, um, I do a lot. Um, in the church, such as leader of the praise and worship team. I'm the leader of the um, outreach department. I'm on hospitality. I usher, you know, whatever my hands find to do for the kingdom, wow. um, I'm going to do it. I um, also have some businesses, um, divinely adorned jewelry business. I have a Mary Kay business. And I'm also in the works of, of another um, business where I would like to help the those who are addicted um, with drugs and alcohol. Awesome. Because, you know, Jesus came to seek and save out the lost and set people free. And, you know, I just want to see people healed and delivered of that disease. Hey, man, sis, I feel you on that one. <laughs> it man. takes a special person to even deal with and have the patience to deal with people on with addictions that severe um i mean you know if we think about it, a lot of people have addictions but yes addictions seem extremely severe opposed to other people's addictions so i commend you for that sis and i pray that all goes well with that for you you're just a thank woman you so many- much <laughs> you're a woman of many things okay singer i mean she's yes i'll sing be- preach come on now yes is that, am I correct, an evangelist? Evangelist, ordained evangelist. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. Right. So let's dive into this tonight. Again, you know, my, my famous line I always say is, hey, hey, hey. So on that, I want to just ask, you know, talk to you for a minute, Rain. It's all right if I call you Rain? Absolutely. Thank you, because I really don't do titles on here. I mean, we all got titles, but <laughs> when it comes down to it, the reality of it is we still human. We still are Amen. people. And we've done things in our lives that, you know, just like anybody else. So we're not we're not perfect. So that's what this is all about. Uh, real and raw. Just keep it real. Keep it 100. What you want to say, say and what you don't, you don't have to. Right? Right. So let's get into this thing. So the topic on tonight in is divorce singleness and love so being that you are a woman of god were you in a place that divorce was your desire ever originally 
Um, let's just start, you know, when a person gets married, they do not think that divorce would be the end result. And so um, the answer to your question is originally, no, I did not think that, um, you know, my fate would end up being divorced. However, um, you know, this is meek, meek, real and raw. And so I'm a person who likes to be transparent because that's how people will be free. Amen. And so um just keeping it real and raw, when I got married, um, honestly, I did not want to get married at that time. I got married um, because I had some children out of wedlock and growing up in the church, you know, we all know that we want to do things right in the sight of the Lord. And so um, I thought that marrying this person who I once was in love with uh, would be the right thing to do before the eyesight of God. And so I went ahead and I got married. Needless to say, it did end up in divorce. No, I did not um, want to be divorced, you know, or I, or I didn't get married to be divorced. But ultimately, I did end up getting divorced. I feel you on that. I, I feel you on that. <laughs> Me being married three times, <laughs> it says a lot, right? <laughs> um, you know, growing up in church, like you said, you grow up in church, they teach you that, you know, um, yeah. it's, better to burn, it's better to marry than to burn, you know, and when you're doing, you know, you're having sex and you're doing stuff, you know, we keeping it real. You yes. do things to, I say, cover up your sin. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. reality you're just trying to cover up your sin and you, you find yourself marrying people you probably wouldn't wouldn't have married in the first place you know but it, it is what it is right I mean it is and however in my situation um it, it wasn't for me it was not let me get married so that I don't burn even though the scripture does say that we are to marry it's better to marry than to burn. I um, was coming from a place of, you know, I have four children. I had four children out of wedlock. And so it was, let me do um, the right thing before God. I wanted to do the right thing before God. I was not in love with him. So, you know, it wasn't like I was um, having relations um, like I was. It was just in my my mind being raised in church. Let me do the right thing before God. And so let me even stop right there, you know, to let people know that just because you have children with someone, male or female, does not mean that you are to marry them. Because in my life, um, it proved to be the wrong decision. Uh, my children uh, were, um, what's the word I want to say? Um you know, it was just a house where there was constant arguments, it, it, you know, it, it was just not pleasant for my children. And so a lot of healing, um, even though I've been divorced for some years, there's still some healing that needs to take place. So it was not a good thing. All right, Rain. That's what I'm talking about. T teach us on tonight. You know, let us know what's up. Yes. So, like you said, it's just because you have children and Aloella doesn't necessarily mean you should marry absolutely I, I feel i feel you on that that's what's up that's that's keeping it real right thank you for keeping it 100 um so so um you know after your divorce and everything and being in a place now um where you are a single woman uh, especially a woman of god do you ever find yourself like falling into temptation or uh, messing up or struggling in in areas of like sex and, and loneliness and just wanting to be with somebody like do you ever find yourself in that place 
Absolutely. And so the word says, and the truth shall make you free, right? And so I'm going to free some people on tonight. And so we are all human and God has made us um, to want to have, um, you know, that intimacy or, you know, to want to have somebody. He made he male and female. And he said that it wasn't good for man to be alone. And so, yes, I have been tempted. Um, yes, I do feel lonely. Yes, I feel alone. Yes, I want to be held, caressed, love, all of that. Have I fallen? Absolutely, yes. I have fallen in the past time and time and time again. It's only by the grace of God. He could have took the very breath out of my body. You know, um, I can remember times where I was engaging in um, sexual relations and listen the holy spirit would convict me and i would begin to cry wow wow engaging we're talking about the conviction and the power of the holy ghost and not only that his love that says you know you shouldn't be doing this and i would cry um while having sexual relations you know and i just i just thank and praise god you know for that now there's a thing called overriding conviction and i've and i've done that as well but yes meek me i get tempted and i have to pray god kill this flesh subdue this flesh hold me keep me god you be the lover of my soul you know because we have um we have that's how god made us right yep yep (laughs) You know, he made us to to want to be, you know, loved and to want to be connected with someone and to want to give ourselves to someone in that special way. And, you know, so but again, I have fallen. But by the grace of God, you know, and sometimes it's not easy. Meek me. It is not easy. I have to constantly pray. You know, like I said, God killed his flesh, subdued, mortified, do what you got to do, because that one time. You know, you you can get AIDS. Mm. You can you can die. Come on, you know, because God has warned you, don't don't do it again. You know, and we continuously, you know, we're in sin. And Paul said, God forbid, because we take God's forgiveness for you know granted. And I have done that. Wow. But I thank and praise God that you know here I am, and I am on a podcast where I can help others. Not to do what I did. Don't fall into the traps. Don't fall into sin. Don't fall into temptation. You know, because at the end of that thing is death. Whether it's a natural death or spiritual death, there's death at the end of that thing. Yeah. And, you know, when we sin, there's a payday. Amen. There's a payday coming. And we're going to reap what we sow. And so it's just better to listen uh, and obey the word of God. Wow. Wow. Oof, girl, you sent a mouthpiece right there. You sent a whole mouthful. You, I mean, you you just gave us the you don't gave us the the appetizer. You don't gave us hey the now dinner, <laughs> and you don't gave us the dessert all in one, honey. Listen, that's real Listen. talk. That's that's real talk. That's real talk. Cause I know I be mm, <laughs> that's real talk. Come on, let's keep it real, real raw, right? Yes, it's real talk. I mean, for me, and I'm just because we talking, right? For me, it's just sex, man. I, I, my, my, my love for sex, my addiction for sex. I mean, it was like yeah. you just, you know, you're a woman of God. You know, you're supposed to do right. You know all about that. You just, 
it's like man but I gotta have that it's like you, yes. you know you're just like you're right and then conviction falls then you find yourself like for me I find myself all of a sudden not really feeling that person anymore somewhere mm-hmm. I'm liking them something about them got on my nerves and it's like it's always been there but I was so in enthralled and in, in, you know entwined into the sexual stuff that I look past all the other stuff yes well, you know why, Meek Meek, is because flesh wants what flesh wants. Right. And so, you know, the word says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so even though we know that it's wrong, you know, we, we can override that spirit because we're going to please this flesh. Right. But the thing is, after you get done, how do you feel? You know, I would say, oh, my God. Oh, Lord, please forgive me. Immediately. Because, see, flesh wanted what it wanted. Right. But when I was finished with the act, it was, God, please forgive me. Oh, my God. Oh, God, please don't let me don't kill me, Jesus. Just, you know, God, forgive me. And he's so he's so just we serve a loving God. Yeah. That, you know, he forgives us time and time and time and time again. And then he throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. And, you know, the beautiful thing about Jesus is that he knows we're going to mess up. He knows we're going to mess up even when we ask for forgiveness for the thousandth time (laughs) with the same sin. With the same sin, you hear me? <laughs> because when we ask for forgiveness, you know, we may really truly mean it like, oh God, I'm not gonna mess up again. I'm not gonna mess up again. But then we talked, you talked about temptation. Woo, that's a powerful spirit. That's a powerful thing. But you know, God says that He makes a way of escape. Hallelujah. Yes. He makes a way of escape. Now, do we take that way? <laughs> so oftentimes we don't. Oftentimes, listen, let me talk about me. I did not. I did not. I committed the sin. And so that's why I thank and praise God for the power for of forgiveness and for his love. Mm. You know, because I could be somewhere with AIDS, syphilis, crabs, any, come on, some type of disease. Type, you, you can't never get rid of. Something you can't never get rid of. Never, ever, ever get rid of, you know. Mm. Uh, because like I said, there's a penalty for sin. And one way or another, we're going to pay for it. You know, um, you didn't ask this question, but I'm going to go here. Um, you know, uh, I, I had even committed adultery. And because I committed adultery when I was married, um, it did just it did not just affect me. It affected my household. It affected my children wow. mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know, my kids would say such things as, Mom, you were our example. How could you? You were my example. You know, look what you have done. You know, you taught us not to do the very thing that you've done. You know, they had to go out in the public eye and be ridiculed. They heard me being talked about, you know, and just put down and, you know, and so consider this, that when you sin, it doesn't just affect you. Somebody else is going to be hurt by your actions. That's why we have to think about what we do. Especially when we know that what we're about to do is wrong because there are people that are attached to us, whether it be our kids, friends, people we are ministering to. Listen, meek me, when we fall, other people fall. The word of God says we are living epistles read of all men. There are people who are reading our lives like books. And so when we fall and mess up, if they're not strong enough, they're going to fall and mess up. And so when I fell from grace, oh God, and I hit hard. 
<laughs> it hard, you know, but I thank God that he exposed it. Now that when I look back over my life, when it, when it was happening, I was like, oh God, how could you? How could you? But it, it wasn't him. Listen, it was his love that was snatching me up out of that situation. And he also said, listen, I told you, you knew not to do this. And you kept doing it. You kept sinning. You kept sinning. So I came for you. I busted you out. But then you got to realize that it was my love that snatched you from that situation. And I'm here tonight on this podcast. Lord, I feel my help coming. <laughs> the man that I committed adultery with, that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with, that I was so in love with, that I told another person, you know, hey, listen, we could talk and everything, but if this man come back, I'm telling you, I mean, you know, I'm, I ain't going to be with you. I'm going back with him. This man is now addicted to drugs. Wow. He is married and he is addicted to drugs. Do you see what God saved me from? He is a cheater. He cheats on his wife. You know, he does so many things that I do pray for their marriage and I pray for them, but I'm talking about the saving grace of God. I'm talking about how he pulled me up out of something because we don't know our futures like God knows our futures. And even though I was hurt about being um, exposed like that, God knew he knew that I had an expected end. And he said, let my love snatch you up out of it. I know you're hurting. You know how, because we, we get chastised. Right. You know, and he whoops us at times. And I, you know, I thank God for my whooping. I, I was humiliated publicly and, you know, and I just, I just, I wanted to go somewhere and cry. You know, um, you said be be real and be raw. Meek, meek, there was times you know, I wanted to commit suicide and I can remember sitting in my car and just putting on the, uh, stepping on the gas pedal going, I don't know how many miles per hour because I was going to go hit a tree. Like I just wanted to end it all. Thoughts of going to jump off a bridge, you know, thoughts of ending it all because the pressure, it was just so much. But guess what? It was because of sin, and I was reaping. I brought all of that on myself. But then the pressure made me feel like, oh, God, I don't even want to live anymore. But by the grace of God, I am here tonight to share what I've been through to help others be free. You don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to listen to the enemy. You don't have to, you know, give ear to the enemy when he says, just go kill yourself. Just go jump off that bridge, shoot yourself, hang yourself, cut yourself, You go, you know, uh, like I was going to do, take your car and go jump off the bridge or take your car and go hit a tree. You don't have to do none of that. The word says that you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. And so I thank and praise God that he stopped. right when I got to hit the tree, I put on the brakes. My God. I put the brakes on. God allowed me to put the brakes on. Somewhere in there, I said, it's not worth it. And I do not want my soul to go to hell. I have purpose. There's destiny in me. Yes. There's callings in me. I have to fulfill what God, you know, he has birthed me with so many things, you know, and businesses and books. And there's people attached to my life that if I die, you know, they may very well may die. You you, you, you understand? We, we just never no, we that's why we got to hold on to God's unchanging hand with everything that we have. And so you want to talk about temptation? There you go. 
I was tempted. And let me tell you how I was tempted, Meek Me. Because you know when you're married, or even when you're in a relationship, because everybody that hears this may not be married. And that person is not treating you the way that you feel like you should be treated or they're not giving you the attention that you feel like you, you, you know, that you deserve. And so here comes somebody who's giving you all that attention and they're saying to you, you know, saying the right words and the words that you want to hear. And for me, I was fighting it because I was really in the church and I was truly saved and running for Jesus. And I knew it wasn't right, but I knew I'm like, oh, my God, these were the words, the words, the words. That's why you got to be careful of how the enemy speaks in your ear. That's why you got to have your ear gates. You know what I mean? You cannot give ear to everybody. And so finally I fell into the trap and he started out as a friend, but those words, the words, cause he knew what he was doing. <laughs> you know, he what? knew what he was doing. I call those emotional affairs. Well, mm. emotional affairs and you become their emotional mistress. Well, or they become yours. Well, yeah. Wow. And that's what happened. And I found myself traveling to be with this man and he would come here and, you know, it went on for years and, you know, we both lied to one another where he had a girlfriend and I had a husband and he never, I never knew he had a girlfriend and he never knew I had a husband. <laughs> I mean, we was just that slick wow. until one day my husband at the time I fell asleep and he took my phone and that's how he found out that's how um you know everything came to head but let me tell you how the enemy of my soul was I didn't care <laughs> I didn't care I didn't care that he found out I was rather glad that he found out I was a bold this demon in me was bold I didn't care <laughs> I talked to him in the house. I laughed with him on the phone. I did everything. I didn't care because I was like, look, what you don't do, another man will. That's how I felt. And often we can't have that mentality. And oftentimes that's what happens when people go and have affairs. They've, a person feels like they're missing that attention or, you know, they're missing. They're not being loved in the way that they want to be loved. And here comes Satan. Here comes that serpent, you know, here he comes and he slithers his way on in. And then the next thing you know, you're out there having an affair. But again, because I was who I was in the church, I had to sit down, I sat myself down, meet me. I was over the women. I mean, what type of leader? <laughs> I, I mean, I did have enough sense right. to, to sit down. You know, I... I <laughs> did that because most of us yeah, did that I had enough sense to do that but um I thank and praise God that you know he rescued me Amen. He, he, you know he didn't let me die or he rescued me from that and and wow. even though it was a public humiliation and I got talked about and ridiculed and my character was assassinated and and I'm and, and I'm not just talking about people of the world listen it wasn't even the people of the world it was the church folk <laughs> always supposed to restore you mm. and help you and love you back in it was they. Hmm. Wow. Who just like, you know, just threw me out the church and, you know, it, it was just ugly. And so that's another topic, church hurt. Yeah. 
Right. You have to hit me again for that one. Story <laughs> says. So Rain, I just want to ask you a question. So, um, are you dating now? I am. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay. Good. So, in the in the situation now that you're dating as a woman of God, who's single, who was once once married, now divorced, single again, uh, woman of God, living the life, doing what you know, doing what you know to do. How is the dating for you now? Let me just be real. That's why I love. I love your 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 name. Um, I must be honest. There is still some healing that has to take place uh, from what I had gone through in my marriage. Um, let me also be honest, because sometimes we think we're ready for something and we may not be ready for something. Um, there is some trust issues from the relationship uh, with my husband. Um, there is, you know, some fear of giving my heart. All right. Um, so the person is, has some very good qualities. Mm -hmm. Um, but in all honesty, um, you're saying keep it real and raw. <laughs> honesty. When I talk about the things that I have through, um, concerning my ex, this particular person does not, he does not like that. And for me, it's a red flag because I feel like, you tell me, Meek Meek, I feel like it's a release for me. Mm -hmm. But you know, men and women are different. And yeah. so for man, it's you're comparing me to your ex. Right. I'm not here. Yes, that's how they think, right? And but for me, it's but I need to release this, or but I need to tell you these are red flags for me. But for a man, it's you're comparing me to him, and so that gets a little bit frustrating. So it kind of backs me up. It kind of scares me, and it kind of makes me think, okay, well, are you the one? Um, I want it to be the one, but are you the one? Mm -mm. Because a man has to have, you know, that the capacity to understand that this woman is hurt. This woman is broken. Right. And as a man, um, you know, I'm going to help her get to her along with Jesus. You know, her wholeness. You know, I'm, I'm going to help pray her through to her healing and, and, you know, in her broken places. And so it's a struggle. And oftentimes I wonder, honestly, um, should I be dating or, um, you know, should I have waited until I was whole? Because I thought it was. <laughs> you can't think. You know, you ever go, you, you feel like you have forgiven somebody. You know, you went to the altar, you laid it there and you thought that you forgave somebody. And then that person, you see that person and then bam. Right. Something stir up in you and then you feel and then you see, oh, my God, I really didn't forgive that person. Well, that's how I am. I have labored on the altar, even in my home, praying, God, heal me. Take this away from me. You know, God, I let this go. Father, help me with this hurt that my husband inflicted on me for years. And um, 
And then, you know, the person that I'm dating does something and bam, it's like, oh my God, you, you, you remind me of him. Yes. Oh, yes. And so, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I was saying yes, it's yes. Yeah, you, you're not healed. Um, oh, and, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, are you dating? Um, it was funny because Holy Spirit had me ask you that. I don't know. But um, honestly, that's why I don't date. Um, like, yeah. I've been divorced now from my third husband for what two years mm-hmm. I, I won't I haven't dated I refuse to date I I, I tried it at the beginning of my divorce um, when it was final and everything and there were certain things and it was like oh no mm-mm. because now I have to be strategic even in my uh, relationships my connections my friendships my everything when it comes to anybody especially right. man because I just can't go I can't do it the same that I've always done it because it didn't work absolutely uh, and so, that's what you say I'm not um please don't take this as a um you know um against uh, as I'm saying something against you I'm not my mindset is when I get married again it's forever I you know I was married for for almost 25 years correct so right. I'm, I'm not looking to be married and then after 30 days <laughs> I'm getting divorced again right. like I that's my and I'm in my 50s I, I don't have time for this <laughs> I don't have time yeah. so the man is a very he's a man of God he's each he, he, you know he treats me very well he just but I really just truly feel like there's just some things he does not understand mm. um um you know, men and women just think differently. And so when I talk about these things about my ex or I say, oh, my God, you, you you're you doing what he did to me. Yes, I am not healed. But it's also a sign to him, like, please don't do that because that's what he did. And it hurts. So it's a red flag. But he doesn't understand that. Well, you might not want to say that to him. You know, and I've been told that. Yeah. And so... <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because you want a partner where you can go and be free and be real and just talk freely, you know. Um, right. But because you have to be wise. Right. You have to be wise. You have to be wise. I've, yes. I've yeah. been told, you know, I've been told, just don't say that. Yeah. So, hearing it again. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so listen. You pretty much answered my last question because my last question um, on tonight um, is, do you believe there's still someone waiting to love you again? Yeah. So I you do. Still, you still believe that there's still hope? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And all honestly, I get weary in the wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, as a woman... You know, you you do you you want to be loved. You know, I envision um, being married to someone who will pour into me. We pray together. We read the word together. We do ministry together. We slay demons together. We're out here doing kingdom work. You know, we just a threat to the kingdom of darkness. And so, you know, I find myself saying sometimes, God, when, God, when, but you know, here lately, I just have to say, God, take my focus off of that and help me to focus. And when right. we get in Christ, 
it's going to happen. That's when it's going to happen because our mind is on doing the work of the Lord. Right. Like Ruth. Like Ruth. How about I was reading that? Come on here, Holy Spirit. <laughs> like Ruth and Boaz. Um, you know, Boaz saw her working. And it's not that she didn't notice Boaz, but her focus, not that she didn't see that there was an attractive man in the in the area or where she was. She didn't care at the moment. Her focus wasn't on, oh, I need that man. Her focus was, okay, God, I'm here doing what I need to do for me and my my mother my mother in law and, and yeah. her home and getting things in order for what we need. And she wasn't focused on so much the man having a man. She knew eventually she it would happen one day because Naomi's goal was to get her a man. But yeah. Ruth's goal was I just want to I just want to find myself Yes, yes. She just wanted to blame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if we read that story, we'll see, you know, because her focus was on her work, that God did bless her mm-hmm. with a beautiful man of God for her. For her. And yeah. And look what came out of her. Mm-hmm many 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 blessings many many blessings absolutely woman who is waiting and you know may be impatient or whatever just you know just wait there is someone out there that God has specifically for you he may be already looking at you we don't you know you don't know we don't know I hate just continue working working Let's continue working because one thing that, you know, I've heard over and over and over again, a man knows. Mm-hmm. He, he knows when he wants you, when you are the one. He knows. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. So just be encouraged. I have to tell myself that too. Just be encouraged. Right. <laughs> you know, just be encouraged, Lord, because... You know, there are times where I've said, oh, Jesus, I just want to be loved. God, I just want to be loved. But, you know, the Bible and Isaiah says this, Meek Meek. He said, listen, I'll be your Ishai. He said, I'll be your husband. I'll be him. Come on. That's what he said. In case you don't know what Ishai means, it means husband. He said, I'll be your husband, man. Come on. That. And so we have to be content in that. You know, and sometimes your mind plays game like I'm the Lord. Okay, Lord, I'm in my 50s now and you'll be coming back any day now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we have to allow the Lord to heal us, you know, and fill any voids because he can fill voids that a man cannot fill. No man can fill. You can be married and still void have a void and still feel lonely and still feel you know yeah. unloved and and God and Jesus he's right there and so we have to allow God to love us we have to love ourselves mm. you know, you know. And mm. yes we have learning that all over again you know because of my weight gain and things I just insecurities I mean just, just so, girl we gonna have to have another podcast I mean there's just so oh. much <laughs> <laughs> just so much. Still beautiful though, Rain. You're still beautiful. Oh, thank you, sis. Thank I gotta you. Say this, um, you know, before we end this podcast, but Rain, I just want you to know that you reign in power. Oh, I like that. Your name is Lorraine, but reign in power. Yes. When the enemy knows that someone is reigning in power, he tries to snuff that very power from them. 
Yes, he does. And so I just want to remind you, Rain, that you reign in power. Thank you. you are yeah. this. And um, I appreciate you on tonight. I know we could talk for hours. I'm definitely going to get you back on the podcast again. But it has been a little time. I just I try to stay in my pocket. Um, but again, I appreciate you on tonight. Um, Thank again, Real raw conversations with Meek Meek. You know, we always want to keep it real. Like I say all the time, you know, people like like to be real. They like it when you keep it real. It's been enough fakeness going all around the world. It's time for us to be real with ourselves and real with the people. Because I believe that's the only way people are going to heal is when yeah. they when they get real and yeah. they get raw with it. Um, anything you want to say tonight before we close out on this podcast? Any any final messages or encouraging words you want to give out there to the people, to the men and the women out here? I just wanted to say uh, once again, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And just for people to just be encouraged, you know, whether um, people frown on divorce, but people also don't know what you've gone through. Um, I got divorced and I was the one who cheated, but there was a lot of I don't mean but as if I'm justifying what I did, but um, there was a lot of mental, emotional control. There was a lot going on. And when the divorce came through, I was at peace. And so I would say, you know, just allow the peace of God just to rest upon you. Don't allow condemnation to, you know, um, be upon you or anything. Walk in your freedom and allow God to heal you. Um, and I'm telling myself that and, and love up, love on you. And, um, you know, in due season, whoever he has for you, it, they're going to come. They're, they're going to come. And if they don't, we have to be satisfied and we have to be content with Jesus. But he did say that he would give us the desires of our heart. Amen. Amen. Well, thank y'all for tonight you know and listening to the podcast with sister rain queen the reigning and power woman of god um this is meek me keeping it real and raw 100 at all times know again that like i said and i say this all the time people are tired of the fake they're looking yeah. for the real keep it 100 at all times and i believe that's the only way we're going to heal and that's the only way we're going to heal one heart at a time you have yeah. a good night. And again, let's keep it real. <laughs>